For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. All right, the Black Caps uh, tour of England continues. Uh, of course, they've had uh, bad luck with the weather in Hove, but they head off to uh, Chelmsford uh, for a match uh, in about uh, 48 hours against the County Select 11. Joined by head coach uh, Gary Stead this morning as we reflect on what was, uh, they were able to achieve there. Steady, good morning to you, New Zealand time. Good evening, England time. Yeah, good morning, Smithy. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Frustrating, I suppose. I mean, you get limited opportunities uh, to prepare for a test series on grass and you lose two of the four days. What were you able to uh, achieve in that time? Oh, it was great for us to still have, I guess, a day of batting and uh, to actually bowl the team out as well. Um, so Sussex, whilst they had a reasonably, I guess, young-looking side against us, um, to take 10 wickets on a on a very flat hove wicket was still really encouraging. And for us, it was really about getting those competitive juices back and running, but also spending time on our feet. And, um, yeah, while, whilst not ideal to, to miss a couple of innings, to still get what we did is, has been a lot better than what we've had in the past in terms of COVID times and in terms of warm-up games. Let's look at the performance then. Uh, everyone getting a relatively good workout, uh, including Ajaz Patel, who got uh, 20 overs uh, under the belt there. What did he look like, Ajaz? Yeah, not bad. Um, he, he got a little bit of tap just at the end of the um, innings when the tail enders were having a bit of a, a nudge at him. But no, it was great. Uh, Ajaz was getting great, I guess, drift on the ball, and it wasn't a really responsive pitch, but... Um, I, I guess here when you look at the pitches and what they're like, then a, I think we believe it's it's likely that the spin will play quite a big part. And so we, we need to make sure that Ajaz is nice and ready for us. Well, it will be too. I mean, the other characteristic for people that don't know uh, a little bit about Hove, there is a slope involved there. But there's also a, a slope of sorts, of course, at Lords as well. When you look at bowling, perhaps from the nursery end where Ajaz is a left-arm spinner, turning the ball down the hill, etc., uh, so that's obviously something you've got to consider. Yep, definitely. And and we also played there, remember, a, a year or so ago. And um, whilst we had a day uh, washed out, it was quite dry conditions as well. So providing we turn up and we and we get some somewhat of what we um, expect to get, then then I, I think spin will play a part and and probably play a part through the series. The seamers. Uh led by Matt Henry. Um, how did they adjust with the, the Duke ball on, on a, in a match situation? Yeah, there's been a little bit of talk over here about the Duke's ball and um, the the batch of balls they've got in 2022 not quite being as effective as what it has in the past. But we still managed to get the ball to, to swing, um, not appreciably, but still enough. And uh, no, it was great. I mean, Kyle Jameson didn't get the, the rewards, but certainly went past the bat on a number of occasions and looked somewhere back to, to where he's been in the past as well, and that was encouraging. Matt Henry and Jacob Duffy bowled, bowled really well and backed up by Colin de Grandhome and, and then the overs of, of obviously Ajaz Patel and, and Michael Bracewell as well. Well, that 
to Grondheim is an interesting factor if, you, if you're looking at the balance of the side. Uh, for him to get overs under his belt, uh, we saw how effective he was on that Lord's pitch way, way back in the World Cup um, final, of course, uh, where he bowled that nagging sort of length there. I mean, uh, he's, a, he's a, a huge option for you, isn't he? And particularly with that county experience he's just been having. Yeah, I think so. And um, I mean, he's had he's had a number of county experiences now. And um, one thing we just need to want, want, want to do with Colin is make sure that his bowling, I guess, loading and, and intensity is where it needs to be. And he uh, he's been working hard. Him coming over here to Surrey on a on a short term basis of three games was really important, I think, in the build up for him as well. And he's looking fit, and and that's that's great for for us and for Colin as well. Okay, let's look at uh, the batting side of things. Pretty pleasing there. Um, you know, we're able to get uh, four guys with half centuries under their belt. So time in the middle. Yeah, I mean, it was set up um, brilliantly by Tom Latham and Will Young, who who batted us through that first session and. Um, I guess we we took that opportunity I get to to look at batting for the day essentially, um, and also just getting that time in the middle for guys and um, for those that that I guess ha- haven't played a lot of cricket. When you start, there's always that anxieties of getting that first lot of runs under your belt and spending that time in the middle. And for most of our guys to spend 80 to 100 balls or even a few more was was really important to us. Michael Bracewell uh, looked pretty good. Looked very good. Um, he certainly made every post a winner from from our perspective and in, in all forms of the game at the moment. And um, yeah, really liked what we saw with the bat, but also with the ball as well. He, he looks dangerous and is still somewhat, I guess, uh, of a novice when it comes to developing his spin bowling. But has certainly come on and leaps and bounds in the last couple of years. Um, now the the other one to to look at, of course, is uh, Tom Blundell. And still the quandary in terms of balance to the side, six or seven. Uh, have, have you made a decision on where you're looking there, or, or is that very much conditions conditions driven? Uh, I th- yeah, I think I think Tom's likely to bat at six for us. Um, uh, if if you decided to go in, I guess with six six straight batsmen and only four bowlers, and it might change. But it hasn't been the way that we've done it over the last few years, and I I, I don't think it's likely that we would again. But Tom Blundell batted really well. His his intent was up, and he and he looked good. And that that's what we're asking him to do is to to be able to read the situation and actually put some pressure back on the on the opposition at times. And um, yeah, it was pleasing. I think Smithy in that last uh, session that we scored a, a good lot of runs when the I guess the bowlers were faltering a wee bit. And sometimes I guess in Test matches you've got to look for those opportunities to to push the the button push the boundaries a bit harder and, and Tom has the ability to do that for us. Henry Nichols is the downside of things. Uh, what's the, the, uh, the status on Henry at the moment? Yeah, it's it's disappointing that um, he obviously had a bit of a calf niggle and wasn't going to play a, a part in this game. But then um, in coming over here is one of three guys that actually have picked up COVID, unfortunately, as well. So um, those guys are still in isolation for uh, another two days. Uh so they're getting to the the back end of it now, but then when we get them out again, then then I guess we'll get them into into up to speed and see where he's at and whether he's a chance for that first test. So I think this has probably just put things backwards slightly. Um, but again, until we get them out and and get them running again, we don't know. Right. Let's look at uh, what's coming up then. Um, prior to the test, you're playing a county select eleven. 
uh, against a, a lot of players I guess you know absolutely nothing about, and that's what at Chelmsford and Essex. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, um, England put their County Eleven side out today. There are some names that we are familiar with, Ollie Robinson and Dom Sibley, for example. Uh, and I guess they've really looked at players who aren't in the T20 blast, who are re- really Red Bull specialists. And I think that's a good thing for us because it'll be a it'll be a competitive game. And um, we've got, obviously got some IPL guys that are entering back into the team in the next 48 hours. Um, and so for us to be able to give them a little bit of practice time and then also get them into the game as well will be something we'll be we'll be hoping to do with all of them. Okay, well, they include, uh, of course, Tim Southey coming back into the mix, uh, uh, Daryl Mitchell. But one player who won't be there uh, is Trent Bolt because he's clearly still involved in uh, the IPL playoffs. How are you going to manage Trent Bolt coming back in? Yeah, we just have to, I guess, wait and see a little bit um, as to when he comes exactly. So uh, I imagine within sort of 12 hours of their last game at Rajasthan, Trent will be on the plane and, and heading over here. If it's the final and that's played on the 29th, it's going to cut things pretty tight for us for that first test. But again, we'll wait and see how that, that plays out at the time. Um we're always conscious. I mean, it's not quite as bad as being in New Zealand, but there's still, a, I guess, that jet lag factor that you just have to take in and people's readiness to play a test match, which is obviously pretty gruelling on the body at times as well. So there'll be conversations we have with Trent when he gets here. Uh, the elbow, uh, we, that's what we call it over here, the elbow, the Kane Williamson factor. <laughs> uh, from our point of view, we've heard nothing of any problems during the IPL, so uh, I guess he, he will be arriving fully fit to go. Yeah. Uh, again, Kane's obviously uh, recently had the birth of his of his second child, so that's fantastic for them. And he'll be over here within forty eight hours. And and yeah, we. I mean, everything that's that's we hope to go to plan through the IPL stage did um, for Kane in terms of his elbow rehabilit- uh, rehab. And so we we are hoping when he gets here, there's no flare up or anything like that. So we'll just I guess manage him back in those next four or five days and, and make sure that he's where he wants to be and in, in, in readiness for that first test. So he'll, he'll be feeling it a wee bit. He hasn't played test cricket for a while now. So um, And I know how desperate he is to get back in and, and play test cricket. So it's exciting for Kane and exciting for us to have him back as well. And uh, the, the interesting thing uh, that has come through on the England side is that, um, well, uh, when I say interesting, I think it was pretty predictable they'd go for Broad and Anderson, two guys you know very, very well. But they've got a couple of young kids in there that we, we know not much about, and I'm not sure how much scouting you've been able to do on the likes of Harry Brock, uh, an opening batsman uh, from Yorkshire, and Matthew Potts, who's a Durham seamer. What, have you been able to do any, hmm. any scoping on them? Yeah, I, I guess the advantage of having guys in, in county cricket is they do get a bit of a read on some of these players coming through, and I think through the analysis systems and that that we have now, then then you can look at and, and look at patterns of how they do things. But I mean, they're both there, I guess, on their on their current form and and what they've done for for Durham um, and for Yorkshire respectively. So they're obviously obviously very good players, and um, to make the England team, which still looks very strong, um, they're obviously. In, in the in the running to play that first test as well, so we'll do do our due diligence uh, around the scouting and, and make sure that yeah that we're on top of, of anything that we need to know. Gary, how do you? I mean, it's all very well to have these these games with with, with uh, the build up factor in mind, the match practice factor in mind, but how do you 
how do you get the guys uh, back into a competitive edge? Because we all know what the feeling like is that on the first morning of any test. But uh, the first morning of any test at Lords is actually something different. You can get that, that almost that wow factor as a player, and that you sort of lose. You haven't got that competitive edge. How do you get them competitive for that first ball that morning? Yeah, I think one of the advantages is it's at Lords, and, and I think anyone that goes there and you walk through, I guess, the long room and up into your dressing room and have a look at some of the great names that are on the honours board there, then it, it, I guess, gives that little bit of a wow factor also of, hey, I'd, I'd love to have my name up there, and we're lucky enough in New Zealand, there are a few Kiwi names up there, and, and I know... Devin Conway, for example, who got 200 on debut, would would love to do that again. Um, so I don't think it's going to be an issue having people up and ready in that competitive state. Uh, that's part of what these warm-up games are are about. And and there's nothing like, I guess, that competition in the middle of out means out, um, as opposed to being in the nets, which is just, I guess, slightly different. So we try and keep things as real as we can, but there's nothing like actually having match practice. You know Brendan McCullum, I know Brendan McCullum, New Zealanders know Brendan McCullum. Brendan McCullum on the morning of a, of a match when he was a, uh, a New Zealander as such, he's quite a chatty, social sort of a bloke. Uh, he didn't mind getting around, shaking a few hands and, and uh, giving uh, the obligatory good mornings. How are you going to play it? How, how, how's Gary Stead going to play it with Brendan McCullum that first morning in Lords? Oh, I don't expect that to be any different, to be honest, Smithy. I think... Um I think Brendan and I will still have a chat and, and shake hands and wish each other well. But, um, yeah, but once we get started, we'll, we'll be trying like anything to get one up over each other from a player's point of view. But at the end of the day, it's it's not Gary Steph versus Brendan McCullum. It's the players versus players out there. So all we can all we can do is prepare the teams as best we can. And then hopefully there, there might be times in the match where you, you can assist with some thoughts uh, around – how the how the game should go, but at the end of the day, that that's the captain's decision out on the field. So, if you look at Stokes, the player, McCullum, the player, and now McCullum, the coach, they, they sort of suggest a really come at your approach. You know, they they really uh, get on the front foot. Is, is that what you're the combination that kind of approach towards you? Yeah, I do. I, I expect that. Um, I think any time you get a new captain coach sort of relationship, then. You'll, you'll have some immediate, I guess, uh, a, a lift around the group that they'll want to prove something and prove their worth to those people as well. And I expect that'll happen with England and look, look, I guess, no closer than Anderson and Broad, who will, um, I think, want to, to prove their worth as well as someone, there's two players that have been dropped recently who have an, an amazing test record. So it's going to be competitive. We have absolutely no, no doubts about that. Um, I think it's going to be this first test in particular is going to be one where it could be a, a who can hold their who can hold their nerve for long enough, and uh, I think it's still about playing good cricket. I, I expect I expect Brendan and and uh, Ben have played enough cricket though as well that they'll know that it can't be just crash and bash the whole time. That it, there's I guess a balance to playing test cricket. Well, Gary, uh, I look forward to, uh, really look forward to that first morning at Lords myself. I know you are as well um, uh, in your capacity as coach, but just as a cricket uh, person as well. Uh, hey, look, it's been great chatting to you. Um, good luck. Uh, most important thing, let's hope you get some fine weather in Essex, eh, so you can uh, get what you want out of that game. And uh, all going forward, uh, we're right behind you, mate. Can't wait for the big ones to start. Thank you.
Thanks, Mavic. Cheers, mate. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.